Hello everyone, this is Ashley George, Paychex Early Talent and Diversity Program Manager, and I am so glad that you decided to tune into today's episode of Intentionally Inclusive. But before we get started today, I did want to acknowledge work done by a few prior colleagues just when it comes to kicking off this podcast off the ground and really creating it uh, to be what it is today. And so I wanted to take some time out to acknowledge work done by Dr. Thiele Thatch and Zach Walker, as mentioned before, um, pilots in getting intentionally inclusive off the ground um, and uh, to the point where it is today. I also wanted to do some thank yous and shout outs to our creative services team for keeping us uh, dynamic, new, innovative with our ideas, with the ways in which we present ourselves. Uh, we've got Susan Kale and Matt Hauk. Uh, Susan and Matt, please feel free to uh, introduce yourselves and say hello. Hi, my name is Matt Hauk. I'm the senior multimedia developer here on the creative services team. And I lead a team of developers, and our primary responsibility is creating the content that Paychex employees consume, whether that's video content or any of the podcasts on the Inside Paychex channel, including the Intentionally Inclusive podcast, which we are super excited to support. And I'm Susan Kale. I'm a video slash multimedia developer, and I'm very excited to help out on this podcast and edit it. Of course. Thank you for your support um, and just insights when it comes to uh, this podcast and all other activities and initiatives we have going on throughout the company. Um, And so I know you may be wondering, Ashley, it's been three months. Where have you been? Uh, And my answer is I've been here. I've been here. I've been thriving as I celebrate my one-year anniversary with Paychex and partnering with my amazing colleagues on diversity, equity, and inclusion work. And so as I speak of um, amazing colleagues when it pertains to diversity, equity, and inclusion, I'd like to introduce today's special guest, Tion Torrens. Tion, welcome to today's podcast episode. Thank you for being here today. Thank you, Ashley. I'm really grateful to be here and, and talk with the team again. And so I know for today's episode, uh, I did want to speak to some things going on internally. This is the month of June. And so we've spent a lot of time dedicated to celebrating and empowering uh, our employees. And we've we've done this in, in multiple ways, right? So this month, we did a special highlight and focus on Pride Month, as we know, um, but also doing special focus and highlight on Juneteenth. And so Tion has done amazing work in, once again, educating, empowering, um, and just organizing wonderful events, brave spaces, safe spaces for folks to um, speak to their experience, speak to how we can move forward. Um, And so I thought it would be a great idea, Tion, to speak to our listeners on um, your insights when it comes to these impactful events. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, they, it's a it's a labor of love because there is a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. But the more most important thing is is what it brings to our employee community. Um, so I'll talk about the Pride Month event first. That was hosted by our um, Rainbow Alliance Employee Resource Group, and they're just such an amazing team. Um, I can't take credit for the for the conversation. Um, they really are just so dynamic and so professional in what um, they were able to put in front of our panelists and to hear from everybody sharing their very personal experiences in a safe space is what the work is all about. Um, And then fast forward to the 16th, last Thursday, when we did our Juneteenth event hosted by the Be Here Now team. Um, You know, they were kind of the pioneers of our employee resource groups two years ago um, after George Floyd's murder. 
and the, um, you know, all the kind of civil unrest that we were experiencing in 2020, um, the work that they do to create a psychologically safe space for our employees to learn, share, and just grow um, is something that I'm grateful for. And I'm so grateful to work with everybody on that team every single day. Yeah, it truly is a great team. And I'm glad you brought up the concept of psychologically safe. Uh, you know, when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion work, I think sometimes we forget um, that it targets the mental, like it targets wellness, it targets, um, you know, health, and all of these, I mean, large attributes that really um, play a part in who we are when we show up to work and how we operate as, as employees, but also as people. And so uh, what I wanted to do was highlight some of the remarks specifically from our Juneteenth event. So I, as mentioned before, uh, just celebrated my one year anniversary. So I unfortunately missed our first Juneteenth event. Um, but I can say, you know, attending this Juneteenth event that just happened, you know, last week, um, the remarks and testaments and guests. I mean, we had amazing panelists, um, but I wanted to also speak to leadership involvement and leadership presence. Um, not only did we have Karen McClendon, uh, who is our chief uh, HR officer, we also had Marty Musi, our you know CEO, uh, attend this event uh, and speak to their own personal and professional um, insights when it comes to diversity work, uh, in addition to uh, Juneteenth and, and the significance behind it. And so, uh, just some, some remarks and some testaments that I wanted to bring forth uh, just to really show the, the, the value of, of their presence um, and, and their words. Um, this is more so dedicated to Tion, but I must just say there was a lot of remarks and testaments on this being the best call yet. So I just have to emphasize the thanks uh, for really um, leading these efforts. Um, but when we think about Marty and Karen's uh, involvement, a lot of folks, you know, um, said things such as preach Marty, right? Because he was um, really just, once again, emphasizing the importance of this work. Uh, testaments such as amazing leadership by many folks, um, just once again, feeling the love, right? Feeling the support from our leadership. Another comment focused towards Marty, uh, highlighting his leadership being a true leader, um, highlighting how incredible and transparent and genuine Karen is. Uh, and once again, a lot of comments just um, highlighting that leadership starts from the top. So once again, happy to see our leadership attend um, such a momentous event. Uh, it really um, added a, a unique flavor, acknowledging where we are, but also where we want to be. So just had to put that out there. Thank you so much, Tion, for providing the insights and and uh, reflecting on on your work and the work of others. Yeah, thank you. It's it's something I'm too, I'm truly uh, grateful to be able to do. And I just want to add um, the fact that Ma Marty and Karen took time out of their days to join the call um, was something that I was really, really grateful for. Very often um, they they attend and they're kind of silent observers. Um, and if they miss a call, you know, they'll they'll ask me for the recording, which we don't always record. Again, going back to that psychologically safe space that we want to create for the community. But um, yeah, I am, I just want to echo and put out a public thank you to both of them for taking part um, in that event. I think it really, it really meant a lot to our employees. Yeah, it truly did. Um, and so 
What I wanted to pivot towards, right, we're talking about Pride Month, we're talking about Juneteenth, we're talking about um, leadership support and involvement. I wanted to focus a bit on talent acquisition and some uh, internal initiatives that we have. So, um, you know, one thing that I wanted to reiterate is my role, right? We know... um, that I am here as that early talent and diversity program manager, and it's very multifaceted. Uh, on one end, uh, the the purpose of the role is to really increase our pipeline of early talent. So when we think about recent college graduates, those with um, little experience, wanting to provide them opportunities to grow and develop, um, but also on the other end is to ensure that our company is representative um, diversity-wise, making sure that we um, are representative of the clients we serve, making sure we're representative of our communities. And so there are a couple of things that I wanted to share with you all uh, when it comes to work that has been going on and and what we're hoping to achieve as well. Uh, One thing that I wanted to share, you know, when we think about the intersection of early talent and diversity, uh, one of the strategies that talent acquisition has put forth is really formalizing uh, and sustaining uh, internship programs throughout the, the company. And so I am proud to announce that this summer we have piloted our first uh, internship program and cohort, um, relatively small, hoping to expand, but right now of 21 students across nine business organizations and units. Um, And I also wanted to bring forth some numbers when it comes to representation. Uh, This cohort of 21 students from all across the the United States, um, we have stats of 52 of these interns being ethnically diverse, in addition to uh, 60% of these interns um, being uh, diverse when we think about gender identity. And so once again, uh, one strategy out of many within the talent acquisition org to ensure that we're providing development opportunities for our young and diverse talent, um, but also uh, providing them an experience um, that will really demonstrate paychecks being that employer of choice. Uh, I can say that I've had the privilege to work with, uh, you know, those nine business units for this upcoming summer, a few other business units for the fall and spring semesters. And it's truly amazing the effort that's being put in by our hiring managers, by our leadership teams, to ensure that these interns really do have a positive uh, experience, specifically on the diversity, equity, and inclusion um, forefront. The Juneteenth event that Tion just uh, introduced us to and informed us of had many of our intern cohorts attend. And I can, you know, I'm a part of all of their WebEx chats, right? So I I was getting a lot of pings throughout the event uh, and they truly loved it, right? This is one out of the many ways you want to ensure that we're demonstrating culture, demonstrating what's happening internally, providing information on spaces of support, spaces of camaraderie, affinity, and bravery. And so just wanted to highlight that and share that. Um, Within TA, there is as mentioned, many other strategies going on to once again push this work. Um, Such includes our partnerships with historically black colleges and universities, community colleges, community partners. When we think about local partners, we can highlight and specifically in Rochester, but also in other areas in which we're located, starting off on that small small forefront, but really wanting to expand business-wide. The uh, 
a partnership with technology vendors, right? We have a, a large uh, and very robust team of recruiters that work towards this work of bringing in um, young and diverse talent. But we also want to be sure that we're leveraging national vendors, folks who are very integrated in communities nationwide to ensure that we're continuing these efforts and, and um, making room and space for these folks that we want to bring in. And so after this information sharing component, I did also want to push a mode of accountability to our listeners today. And that's really how you can complement these efforts. In addition to feedback to the Intentionally Inclusive podcast, we're also really hoping that you're able to share what you're doing to create spaces of inclusion. And I say this on behalf of your business units, your orgs, as we work towards diversifying paychecks, as we work towards providing uh, inclusive spaces and brave spaces for our paychecks employees or candidates, it's important that you leverage your current positionality, you know, right? When we think about current employees, in what ways are you demonstrating acts of inclusion within your business areas, right? So just pushing the accountability to make sure that we're creating spaces for these folks we want to bring in, um, and we're doing so in authentic and brave ways. And so share your feedback, uh, share what you're doing. Um, it's important that we lead by best practice and inform other folks throughout the organization, uh, even inform our clients, right? So just wanting to wanting to demonstrate best practices. There's so much already going on internally. Um, so it's important that we communicate that, vocalize it, and, and get the word out. And so as we wrap up today's session, I did want to kind of share uh, thoughts when it comes to uh, steps moving forward with Intentionally Inclusive. As mentioned before, uh, I really do want to highlight inclusion within, right? What folks are doing within, how can we ensure accountability on ourselves individually, on our teams, on our business units. And so my hope for this podcast moving forward is to ensure that we're bringing in some voices, right? What are the voices of paychecks? Uh, what are folks doing in their own respective areas um, to once again, demonstrate acts of inclusion, demonstrate acts of equity, and are really, you know, how are folks really prioritizing this work in, in their areas? So we're hoping that this podcast moving forward will be um, an opportunity to highlight things, um, but also share best practices way we can all kind of jump on that bandwagon of diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, internally, and ensuring that we are continuously providing spaces of, of support, um, safety, uh, and bravery for our current and uh, soon-to-be employees. And so I'll end there. That's all for now. And I'll talk to you soon, Paychecks. This podcast is property of Paychecks Incorporated 2022, all rights reserved.